I bought my car, there were very few options available. There were really about three available on the market that I could buy. And um, now there are many more available. And now you could go to a dealer and they will have them on the lot. That's a little chunk of an interview I had with Raymond Lurie a while back. He was sharing his excitement about the rapid expansion of choices in electric vehicles lately. It's quite something. New models are coming out all the time. But throw in COVID and a war in Europe and supply chains are in tatters. Cars just aren't as easy to get your hands on as they were when we last talked. So I decided to go back and talk to Raymond again to get an update on the EV market in the Ottawa Gatineau area. I'm David Perry, and you're listening to Decarbonize Ottawa, a podcast devoted to exploring climate change, what it means, and what we can do about it in Canada's capital city. In this episode, where are the cars? An update on electric vehicle availability with Raymond Lurie, President of the Electric Vehicle Council of Ottawa. Raymond Lurie keeps a close eye on the EV market in and around Ottawa. He's a longtime crusader for the transition to sustainable transportation, and he's unabashedly enthusiastic about the role electric vehicles will play in reducing Ottawa's carbon footprint. But despite signs that electric vehicles are coming on strong, some roadblocks have arisen in recent months. When I got back together with Raymond, I started by asking him, What's he seeing in Ottawa Gatineau's EV market? Well, uh, the first thing we're noticing is um, uh, an explosion in in demand. So we're we're seeing more and more people looking for EVs. I think it's primarily driven by the the, the, uh, large increases in the cost of gas that we've seen over the last uh, 6 to 12 months. And, um, you know, the, the, the increases have been acute since the invasion of Ukraine, but, uh, but prices have been creeping up uh, quite a bit over the last 6 to 12 months. And uh, so we've seen a corresponding increase in, uh, in interest for EVs uh, because people are hearing, I guess, that, uh, you know, they could, uh, they could save some money on their fuel. And, uh, and, they're, and they're thinking that uh, with gas prices going up, well, it's uh, maybe now is the time to, uh, to make the switch. So um, are you hearing from dealers specifically, or how do you get a a sense that the, the demand for EVs is going up? Uh, we're hearing it from just about every, every, uh, everywhere we look, actually. So um, um, where we've heard it the most is on uh, uh, social media and uh, interactions we've had with the general public. Uh, so there's, um, there's been a lot of a huge amount of, of questions coming into social media groups uh, about EVs and availability and, you know, what should you buy and all these things, right? So uh, we're seeing a very, very large, uh, very large impact. Um, that being said, uh, what we're seeing too is we're seeing because of uh, supply chain issues and uh, actually in one specific case, uh, in the case of Volkswagen and their electric vehicles, some of their parts are made in Ukraine. So, um, so they've had to shut down production temporarily. And uh, so we're seeing, uh, we're seeing some places where it's taking longer than it should to uh, get electric cars to, to market. And uh, so the supply on dealer lots is still very, uh, very, 
very small and uh, and with the increasing interest in EVs uh, we're, we're seeing wait times actually increase once again uh, many cars are, are taking uh, months or um, even in some cases years before they could be delivered so uh, we're in a situation where there's a real supply crunch it's not just EVs by the way that are in a supply crunch so if you're buying any vehicle right now you'll have some trouble uh, getting um, uh, much you know there are a lot of a lot of the vehicles are not available uh, on dealer lots uh, but it's particularly acute with uh, with EVs wow geez so so people are buying like putting down down payments on vehicles and being told uh, this will come next year at this time kind of thing yeah so um and actually i was i was uh, exchanging uh, with um, a friend of mine uh, earlier today actually about uh, specifically uh, that topic right so they're looking to replace a car that's coming off lease in june and um, they're looking at buying an EV, and uh, so they wanted to have some advice on what's available out there. And if people are interested, at fco.ca, there's a buyer's guide there that gives you a list of the vehicles that are available in Ontario um, and gives you pricing and range and a few other stats about each of the vehicles. In the case of Raymond's friend, they decided to buy the internal combustion engine they've been leasing because it will have strong resale value when they're ready to purchase the EV that they have their sights on. The dilemma consumers are facing right now is the big wait times. Some may choose to hang on to their internal combustion vehicles for a while until supply chain challenges are addressed. But Raymond reminded me that with lag between orders and deliveries, another option is to commit to the EV now while knowing you may still be driving your internal combustion vehicle for several thousand more kilometers. The, the wait time depends on the manufacturer. So, uh, you know, some manufacturers have uh, shorter wait times, but, uh, but many of them have very long wait times at the moment. Uh, the, other the other possibility is to be somewhat opportunistic and um, some of the people who are uh, ordering these vehicles will not buy them in the end for whatever reason, right? Finances don't work at that time or whatever it may be. So some of them get canceled and you might be lucky enough to pick one up uh, that's, a, that's a canceled order, right? So I have a friend actually who uh, picked up a, a, a Volkswagen e-Golf uh, in circumstances like that, he would have had to wait, uh, I think it was 12 months at that time, and uh, he was able to get one in a week because someone had canceled an order. The squeeze on the electric vehicle supply means buyers have to get wily in their quest to downgrade their carbon footprints. Raymond points out an interesting situation. For Quebecers, it makes more sense to buy their used EVs in Ontario. And for Ontarians, it makes more sense to buy them in Quebec. The reason is that Quebec offers rebates for buying EVs and Ontario doesn't. This is how it works. A used EV on the Quebec side was most likely originally purchased with Quebec's generous $7,000 rebate. So it wouldn't be eligible for another rebate when it's resold. But across the river on Ontario, most used EVs have never had a rebate applied to them, so the Quebecer can take the used Ontario car home, registered in Quebec, and get a rebate for it. That works for Quebecers, 
but it means used EVs are more expensive in Ontario. And so Ontarians might want to look for the cheaper used vehicles in Quebec for their secondhand purchases. We also talked about the issue of new versus used. Typically, the price tag for a car drops dramatically once it's used, but that gap is smaller now because there are so few used EVs available. Low supply, high demand mean prices go up. Raymond agreed to a point. Well, yes, that would depend on a case-by-case -case basis for the vehicle. So if you were looking for a, a Tesla, just as an example, um, because of the wait times for Teslas, what we're seeing is uh, there are some used Teslas on the market that are priced at higher than what a new one would cost you, right? So <laughs> in that case, if you're willing to be patient and wait for the, the, uh, the car to, uh, to be uh, you know, delivered to you, uh, you'll save money, <laughs> right? <laughs> By buying new, which is which is a bit crazy, right? Uh, but that's the market that we're in at this point in time, right? Now, th that being said, uh, there are, um, uh, you know, there are signs that uh, production of uh, EVs is, is growing uh, dramatically. Uh, so we're going to see, we're hoping to see some, some uh, um, easing of the supply constraints uh, sometime next year, right? Uh, for, for Tesla in particular, they're opening two uh, factories, uh, which will essentially double their uh, production capacity. So we should see uh, wait times uh, reduce. Uh, if you look at Volkswagen, they're taking all their cars right now, all the EVs they manufacture, they manufacture them in Germany, uh, but they're going to be starting to manufacture them in, uh, in the US, um, in Tennessee, I believe, uh, next year or so. so so there'll be local supply, there'll be more EVs available. Um, the same with other manufacturers that are moving production here to North America. So most of the EVs are plug-in hybrids uh, from, from uh, again, depends on the manufacturer, but most of them are produced in the country of origin of the manufacturer, right? So the Japanese are producing them in Japan and uh, the Germans are producing them in Germany, right? Uh, but they are... Uh, moving production to uh, North America because they understand that they need uh, the, the capacity. What What are you seeing in terms of um, the 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 supply? It's quite limited, clearly. Um, are there are there more cars of a certain type available? Would you say like is it more the high end or the low end, or more the North American versus the the overseas manufactured cars so what are you seeing any trends there well the the ones that are the most available right now are in fact yes the higher price vehicles so if you're looking at the the audi and porsche models that are available uh they they generally have some in stock um and but the the lower price ones are they're selling like hotcakes so dealers can't keep them in their lots right and and uh like I said before, demand has just exploded, so we're seeing we're seeing them uh, being delivered as soon as the uh, the dealers receive them, right? Um, Tesla is uh, depending on the model you're buying. The more the higher price models that they have come sooner, uh, because of course they want to they want to prioritize the vehicles that will provide them the highest margins, right? Um, so uh, you know some of their vehicles are, would be delivered within a month. Uh, but there's others that would take uh, many months uh, for you to be able to get them.
Raymond has some other interesting things to say about trends in EV prices. Right now, an electric vehicle will cost quite a bit more than the internal combustion version of the same model, almost twice as much in some cases. He says the price discrepancy reflects the current supply squeeze, and he predicts the gap is going to narrow fairly quickly as more EVs hit a hungry market. If you look at some specific examples, uh, the Chevy Bolt is a good example. The price at, with the new model that came out last year uh, it dropped by about $5,000, right? So what we're seeing is as batteries are becoming less expensive, uh, prices are dropping. Uh, but again, right now, given the tight supply situation, uh, you know, if you're a manufacturer, why would you drop the price when you, you could sell every, every car you make, right? Uh, and on the used market, it's a similar situation. Actually, it's been, it's been a little while now that um, uh, many years uh, where what we've observed is that used EVs uh, sell very well. Uh, they sell faster than, than used uh, gas cars and uh, they, they retain their value better. Uh, so, and we expect that to continue because we, you know, we expect the demand to continue to, to, to explode. And um, uh, so those cars will be more desirable. Actually, we're thinking that the demand for used gas cars is going to, um, to crater at some point in the future. Uh, we're probably a few years out from that uh, yet, but uh, at some point, um, uh, as EVs become cheaper and cheaper to to purchase, and they, you know, as gas prices continue to to increase, uh, people are going to want to um, go to electric, and uh, they're 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 going to they're going to be faced with competition for selling the used vehicle, which is is going to be uh, you know. Uh, there's going to be lots of them available, so uh, we're expecting the prices uh, on that side to, uh, to crash at some point. So um, I'm wondering, you know, as we're coming to a close, do you have any general comments for, for people who are concerned about their carbon footprint their, their, and they see, you know, the... the their transportation as being one of the biggest contributors and they'd like to go electric but they're they're looking at this very pinched market right now uh any general uh, advice that you have for them really the only general advice i could give them is to to um, plan ahead right and and put in a, a i mean most most people aren't you know on the cups uh, of changing their cars in the next couple of months right uh, and people generally have an idea when they want to do the, uh, they want to change their car. Uh, some people will wait until the car dies, right? So <laughs> I've, been, I've been known to do that in the past. Uh, but uh, so that's a bit more problematic, right? Uh, but if you could plan it a bit more in advance at this point in time, that, that would be the best thing to do. So, you know, we're, we're, we've seen announcements um, of all the big players uh, as to how many vehicles they intend to, to produce. And we did a compilation actually, and we are estimating that, um, and this is, would be a bit conservative now because there have been announcements, uh, announcements since, uh, but we're expecting that in 2025, if manufacturers are true to their word, uh, more than 30% of cars produced will be electric, uh, globally that is. Okay, so, so we're really seeing massive investments from uh, all the manufacturers in that direction. Uh, so we're, we're, you know, we should see much more supply over the next couple of years, you know, as, as that capacity ramps up.
what what do you recommend for for uh, folks in our area who are persisting and in looking into purchasing an EV, either new or used? What are some of the the best uh, helpful uh, resources that they can lean on to to do that? Well, I'd say that probably the best resource is a Facebook group that's uh, it's called the Ottawa Gatineau EV Owners or something of the sort. Uh, I should remember the exact name, right? Uh, but if you look for uh, Ottawa Gatineau and Electric, you you should be able to find it. And uh, there's about a thousand members in that group at this point, and uh, they they they're very um, they're a very helpful bunch. And if you're looking for any information about any any uh, vehicle model, they'll point you in the right direction. That's a wrap for this update on buying electric vehicles in the Ottawa region. Thanks to Raymond Lury for bringing us up to date on the changing situation. By the way, that Facebook group he mentioned is called the Electric Vehicle Community of Ottawa Gatineau, a great resource. The other key one he mentioned is the Electric Vehicle Council of Ottawa website. It has a buyer's guide with shopping tips and information on what makes and models are available in the region. And a third source, of course, is these podcasts themselves. Parts one and two on electric vehicles will give you a good start in looking into buying an electric vehicle in Ottawa Gatineau. That's all for this edition of Decarbonize Ottawa. If you found this useful, check out some of the other episodes wherever you get your podcasts and spread the word. There are sustainable alternatives to the way we live our lives and the time for change is now. I'm David Perry. See you next time.